This is 1 in 44, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. 1 in 44 is a weekly show devoted to autism spectrum disorder. Good morning and welcome to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and I'm the Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. Uh, this morning, I am speaking with another uh, scholar from our Anderson Center International Program. I'm thrilled to be talking with uh, Fahim Perdouche. And Fahim, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you, Eliza. Thank you for welcoming me. I'm really happy and excited to be here. Well, I love that. That's a good start to a great conversation. So, um, so Fahim, if you could just uh, let's get going by asking you to tell us a little bit about your background, yourself, where you're from, kind of how you learned about ACI, and and then we'll get into your experiences so far. Thank you very much. So, uh, I grew up in a northern part of Bangladesh. Uh, I grew up in a remote village. Bangladesh is a very little country in South Asia. Uh, we have very nice nature around our country and there are sea, ocean, river, everything if you want to see in Bangladesh. So I will always welcome everyone from Anderson to visit my country someday. Ooh. So I can always host them every time because you guys have a friend named Fahim in Bangladesh here. So you oh, are that's very welcome. sweet. Thank you. Uh, you are Sounds welcome. beautiful. Uh, so I started psychology uh, as my bachelor in University of Dhaka. Then when I completed my professional master's in school psychology, I as also from the University of Dhaka to fulfill my dream and my passion to work for the mental health field and also for the people with neurological disorder or people with autism and other neurological disorders. So I started working with BRAC. This is the leading uh, non-government organization in BRAC in Bangladesh. Mm -hmm. uh, we uh, worked for the Rohingya community who was fled from Myanmar to Bangladesh. Be, be, oh for a conflict. And I worked there as a uh, psychologist and I also worked for with the child protection. So I, I was very close to work with the children with like, uh, like people with autism, also people with like all the other kind of disorders and people with other disorders. So mm -hmm. uh, then it's first happening with me that I started growing a interest in myself to work with the people with autism. And uh, during my internship, I also worked with a special education school. Uh, and also there is a Bangladesh Putibudni Foundation. It's uh, the the Translation will be like Bangladesh Foundation for the People with Autism. So I also give my interest there. Uh, then uh, some of my friends who are already here in uh, the Anderson who was uh, previously come here, they went back to Bangladesh. Some of was here when I was applying. So I uh, asked about them. What is the program look like? What is their uh, training plan? What is the, all the kind of things? They show uh, shared me all the things they know about Anderson. And then I applied through the website. I get to know the international program coordinator and I'm here in June 2022. That is awesome. All right. So, so you've been here since June of 2022. So you're kind of in that maybe eight months in or so. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So right about halfway, probably, or a little more uh, than More than halfway, halfway I can say. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's really cool. I will say that um, I've interviewed several um, scholars from ACI on this show um, most recently. And I think you're the first person to say that you actually really came through word of mouth that you had, you knew enough people who'd come through the program that they were the ones who, who shared with you their experience. And then, um, and then you went from there. So that's very cool. That's great for us to hear um, that uh, people are having a good experience and then recommending it um, to, to colleagues and friends back home. So that's, um, that's, that's great. True. That's true. Uh, so, you know, but, and, and also you share something in common, I think, with a lot of people that I've spoken to who've gone through the program where your work and your uh, educational background in Bangladesh 
um, did help you to sort of um, kind of hone your interest in working with children and individuals with autism and other developmental disabilities. So you're you're coming from Bangladesh with with a pretty high level of of you know work experience, educational experience. Um, what were your hopes? Be- so this is before you got here. Go back in time a little bit. But what were your hopes when you first um, got accepted into the program and were on your way here? What were you hoping to get out of your 12 months here at Anderson? That's the interesting question. So uh, when I first uh, get to know about J1 program in the US, it is like a cultural exchange program. So uh, and as with Anderson, I have like met like more than 10 friends who are from outside of Bangladesh, like different mm-hmm. countries. So it was like uh, when I was first coming here, the first experience was I was expecting to have a cultural diversion that I can also see in Bangladesh, but most importantly with the other countries around the world. The second one is that we don't have like this kind of broad or big facilities in Bangladesh. Those who are like, especially for individuals with autism. So I uh, always hoping to know the structure, the settings, how they run the program, how they make the plan for individuals with education, with like behavioral plan or behavior support plan, all the things so that we can have this experience here in the US and we go back to Bangladesh and talk with our seniors, talk with our supervisors, our teachers, those who are engaged in the Ministry of Education or uh, Ministry of Health, though, though then we can uh, have some kind this kind of setting or this kind of a structure. Those will be really helpful. Uh, those uh, individuals in Bangladesh who are like have really struggled <laughs> with autism and other neurological disorders. So this was my first two um, expectation from Anderson. The last mm-hmm. one should will be like experiencing U.S. culture because U.S. is a more diverse country than any other country in the world because. In the U.S., you can find like every one people from every single country of the world, like 200 people from 200 countries. So I also want to experience that thing, too. Well, those those are great goals. And uh, we're going to take a break in a minute. But when we come back, I'm, I'm hoping to hear so far how those have turned out for you. Um, I know that there was a trip to New York City in December. I'm hoping you had a chance to, to go do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and it's great to hear that you had a sort of a really well-rounded outlook on what you were hoping to experience while here, um, both sort of socially and culturally and also obviously professionally um, in terms of what you can bring back. Uh, to Bangladesh, in addition to what sounds like, you know, already sort of a solid foundation in terms of your professional goals and also the impact you're having there right now. Um, So let's go to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll dive into what happened once you did get here and over the last uh, several months. And, uh, and then we'll end kind of talking about um, what you intend to bring back and, and, uh, what you might, what advice you might give to somebody who's considering uh, this program for themselves. So sure. this is one okay. in uh, one in forty four, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host Eliza Bozenski, and we'll be right back. There are a ton of social networking websites, but one stands apart for a very special reason. This one saves lives. It's MatchingDonors.com. MatchingDonors.com links organ donors with people in need of kidney and other transplants. In the U.S., 22 people die each day waiting for an organ transplant, most of them for kidneys. If you've ever considered becoming a living organ donor, or if you're someone in need of an organ transplant, visit MatchingDonors.com, home of the greatest gift of all, the gift of life. MatchingDonors.com. It's been said that when someone you love has Parkinson's, you have Parkinson's. The Parkinson's Foundation knows that the disease doesn't just affect the diagnosed. It affects everyone who supports and helps care for them. If you or someone you know is living with Parkinson's, a neurological disease that affects movement, we understand that it can be difficult to know where to find help. 
If you have questions, the Parkinson's Foundation has answers. Answers for everyone in the fight. We can help you understand the disease. Help you find expert care and local support. Give you tips for living a better life. And share the latest research. Find your answers and join us in the fight against Parkinson's. To learn more, please go to parkinson.org. Or call 1-800-473-4636. That's 1-800-473-4636. The Parkinson's Foundation. Better Better lives together. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. And it's the best way to protect that legacy. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you with the link. Okay, smart. Protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. (laughs) Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Somewhere, there's a river rushing through the woods while someone rushes through their day. There's a mountain looking up at the sky while someone looks down at their phone. A trail waiting to be walked while someone waits for a latte. This world is full of somewheres waiting for someone just like you. So go see yours at 154 National Forests and 20 Grasslands. And to learn more, visit nationalforest.org. The National Forest Foundation. See your somewhere. And now, 1 in 44 continues on 100.7 WHUD. This is a weekly community affairs program presented by the Anderson Center for Autism. Welcome back to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and today I'm talking with Bahim Perduj from uh, Bangladesh. He is a um, scholar with our Anderson Center International Program. And thank you again, Bahim, for, for coming on the show today and talking about your experience. Thank you very and- much for having me. Uh, it's our pleasure. Um, I think the more we can get the word out about both the program and also individual scholars' experiences, the more hopefully we can encourage and inspire um, you know, people from around the world to to really not just come to Anderson to train and to learn and to and to experience um US culture and to learn more about autism and working specifically with people with autism, but also to do our part in in expanding global awareness and acceptance. Um, of uh, individuals with autism and what autism really is. So I'm going to throw you a s- sort of a curveball just real quick. Um, sometimes when I'm talking with scholars, they openly can share with me what what an experience for a family raising a young child who's been diagnosed with autism might experience in Bangladesh. Generally speaking, is there is there widespread acceptance and understanding, or do you see gaps there that you're looking to maybe impact? What is it typically like for a family um, receiving a diagnosis of autism for, for maybe their young child? Thank you, Eliza. Uh, it's a lot very common to uh, have people with autism in Bangladesh, so uh, it's not very accepted uh, widely in Bangladesh because 
people are not very familiar with this kind of thing mm-hmm. and also it's happened because uh, usually bangladesh is like uh, not very literate people is there like we are literally day by day we're developing day by day but there are not very much people who are literate and so they don't uh, think this is like kind of a uh, genetical thing or like scientific there will be scientific explanation for this but they always thought that this is like some kind of fault of the past so it sounds like there's that you see room a lot of room for additional understanding, awareness, education. Yeah. Um, yes. One of the other scholars I recently uh, spoke to was talking about psych. Uh, I think she called it psychoeducational, psychosocial education, maybe something like that. Where where one of her focuses is on helping families and providers um, to better understand that there are. Um, you know, what autism is and how to kind of understand it in a way that you can move forward instead of feeling just completely stuck, like it's an ending to something. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that. So getting back to your experience, you talked in the first half of the show that your your hopes when you were coming over here um, were to were threefold, right? One was really looking to expand um, uh, your your group of friends to under, you know, to meet people from uh, diverse backgrounds um, and to experience the cultural diversity that would go along with being part of a program that's um, inclusive of scholars from many different countries from around the world, all with a focus on uh, learning more and training in, in a program like Anderson. So that's one. The other one was sort of experiencing a large scale facility specifically focused on serving people with autism. And the third one was experiencing U.S. culture. So could you now talk about what all three of those have really turned out to be like for you over these past eight months that you've been here? Okay, thank you again for the questions. The first thing that cultural diversion that really happened like very good with me. Mm-hmm. So I met like so many people who are not, uh, we're human, we're all human, but they're like culturally very different. Say if I say hi, they will uh, say something else. So I know a lot of hi, what is meaning in their country, like okay. in different languages. And I, I, I'm a foodie person. Uh, so as you, uh, may, let me share it with you. So I tasted so many kinds of foods with them. Also, they liked our food. We liked their food. We cook together sometimes. So this That's is the cool. first thing. But the best, but the best thing happened with me that what is the mental health field or people with autism look like in their country. I can share my knowledge, my experience mm-hmm. with them. So we can always see the differences, how we treat people in different countries. And when we are here, we can always share what we can do in back to our country to help we help and support this kind of people in our own country. And we also can share our uh, all the, you know, all the benefits, all the knowledge sharing, like an alumni association or something, so that yes. we can always share our experience, so that we can all not only help any people from Bangladesh, but a different uh, people who is in the other side of the globe, so that we can always share, which is like very effective in Bangladesh, we can also share that experience with someone from Zimbabwe or Ghana or maybe in Albania or maybe in Philippines, so that they can also try to implement that setting, so that it will be like mutual, uh, you know, beneficial for all the people in around the world who was uh, like diagnosed with autism or under the neurological disorders. So that's our like main goal and plan going on. So you always talk about this kind of thing. I love that. And actually, I think um, certainly Anderson is is in favor of that as well. The idea of an alumni association mm-hmm. of, of some kind, or at the very least an ability to, um, to, to help in whatever way we can to keep former scholars in contact with each other is exactly for that reason, because otherwise you're, you're here, you're learning, you're training, and then, you know, there's no opportunity for continued sharing of information, but I think, and experiences. And so it's, it's really wonderful to hear you say that. Um, Culturally, in terms of U.S. culture, 
does something stand out in particular for you outside of the friendships you've made and the connections you've made? Is there something that you really wanted to see or experience here that you've had a chance to do? Yeah, that's th- uh, because I in, I enrolled in the University of Albany for a mm-hmm. uh, for a autism special program. That's a, like a extra course. I I was interested, so I get enrolled on that. It was an online program, and I'm really loving that program so that I can learn some more from University of Albany. It was an online thing, but the good thing about US culture that always diversify me that people are really helpful here if you go to them to take some seek some support and the first when i first come it was like really cultural shock because i came from a different culture different thing like we drive on left us people drive on right so there are so many confusion some kind of thing even with the temperature thing because we always used celsius and here is fahrenheit so i was really having issues to what is like the actual temperature but the good thing is about here that i always uh have the experience like i always say it will be warm and it's very good here till now when i meet the people here in anderson also in the us i visited uh california last month so it was a very good experience with me oh cool yeah i just want to see my cousin there he was there so i went there for like two days and it was a really good experience and i am planning to go south carolina maybe next month to see another of my uncle who lives in charlotte maybe so mm-hmm. maybe uh, i will see him so i will also see the other part of the country how is the south going i also always you know want to uh, see and uh, differences and find the uh, more good thing about in everywhere Well, that's fantastic. And that's great. You're also one of the first scholars, I think, to ever tell me that you traveled while being here, that you're traveling within the country as well to see other parts of of the U.S. And I think that's wonderful because New York certainly has a lot to offer, but the the country is extremely diverse and and how wonderful that you have uh, friends and family to go visit in different areas. But um, so I would say, based on your response to me, Fahim, that that you've pretty much succeeded in all three of these areas. You've certainly um, seemed to have touched on all of them. Um, we have a couple minutes left. So the last question I have for you is um, if there was somebody uh, outside of the U.S. in their home country who was reading or, or hearing about the ACI opportunity here at Anderson and they weren't sure if they were going to apply or not, what advice would you give that person? Uh, that would be an interesting question because so many people already asked me about uh, what uh, how they can apply and what should they expect. The, my uh, general uh, suggestion or like advice, if you may say, uh, to all the people who are interested in Anderson will be to, uh, if you never have worked with the people with autism, you should rethink about people working with that because uh, sometimes it's like really, uh, you need to have some more passion and more dedication to work with people with autism because these people are really, uh, you know, uh, they, are, they, are, they, they trust us, they depend on us. So they really trust us in a way that they sometimes they trust us more than their parents. So you have to rebuild that trust and the rapport so that they can trust you with their life. So when you're working with them, you have to really keep that on mind that these people need your support and help. So when you are applying here and uh, I, I, you, you, you can come from any background, any country, any culture, but when you're coming here, always keep that in mind. These people are really desperately need our help or uh, seeking our help. So when you're working with them, keep that all in mind. Be friendly, be very warm, be very dedicated, and always uh, seek to learn new things, always in everything. In the school, in the preschool, in the adult service, in the resident service, there is always some door to learn. And Anderson is very good with learning. 
if you want to learn they'll give you everything you want to learn so i i have so, so many courses on relias that's that's i'm enrolled in i'm learning every day whenever i got some time i use my desktop in my uh, manager's office or his uh, it room's office so that i can try some new thing it's leadership or management or mm-hmm. hr or even with the autism or everything and if you are really interested to work with the anderson they have some really good scholarship program so that you can learn some more about applied behavior analysis autism autism studies or that's all the things so it's a really good opportunity people should come and see the differences they can have here that is a great answer. Thank you, Vihim. I think um, it's wonderful to hear that, you know, your advice in terms of being open, being warm, being ready to learn and ready to interact and recognizing the needs of the people that we're serving here in Anderson, but also um, great to hear that you, you sounds like you've really taking great advantage of all the opportunities here, including those additional um, learning opportunities in terms of leadership and management and taking that course at, at uh, University of Albany. So um, I wish you all the best. I'm thrilled that you're here. And, uh, and I really appreciate you taking the time to share your story and your experience on the one in 44 podcast today. I'm really grateful and thank you for having me. Have a good day to everyone. Thank you, you too. This is One in 44, the week, uh, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, And remember, Anderson cares. You've been listening to One in 44, a weekly presentation of the Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at this time next weekend.